0: Listener production.
1: U.S. stocks freeze following inflation figures which the U.S. Fed will be looking at closely.
0: And Aussie shares expected to build on record highs with home prices lifting at the fastest
1: rate since October. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Friday, the 1st of March. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, the romance of summer is behind us to be replaced by the wistfulness of autumn. It seems to have cast a little bit of a shadow over these markets.
0: So we've seen another mixed session on Wall Street overnight. We've currently got the Dow Jones down by 22 points or 0.1%. The S&P 500 index is up by 0.3% and the NASDAQ is higher by 90 points or 0.6%. We've currently got the SPY futures up by 4 points or 0.1%. You'll recall yesterday that Aussie shares closed at a record high. What a way to end
1: the summer. It's like uh, Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta on the beach when they're ending their summer vacation. in the white budgie smugglers. <laughs> I can't remember Travolta and the uh, budgie smugglers. But nonetheless, a strong finish for the local market. However, that's going to translate to perhaps a little bit of a returning to neutral today. The US markets have passed an important hurdle last night with the release of inflation numbers that we've been gibbering on about all week. And God, that was a disappointment, really, wasn't it? I mean, it was... Encouraging from the vantage point that there was no smoking gun here in relation to inflation, but at the same time, the markets have really struggled to find a catalyst to either move ahead or sell off on.
0: Yes. So we got the US Federal Reserve's preferred inflation measure, the consumer price expenditure deflator, as it's known, and as expected, the core measure lifted by 0.4% in January, and was 2.8% higher than a year ago. That's the smallest annual gain since February 2021. But no one's popping the corks just yet on the inflation front, Tom. The measure that the US Federal Reserve prefers is the super core inflation <laughs> gorge, and that's what Fed FedShare Jerome Powell looks at. That is core services, excluding housing rents. That accelerated sharply to 0.6% month-on-month month in January, and that took the annual growth rate to 3.5%. So what we're seeing here is strong core and super core readings, And they've been driven by portfolio management and the hot CPI reading for owners of equivalent rents and healthcare services. So there is a bit of a January effect in these numbers, Tom. Uh, But what we have seen broadly is certainly some strength there. And the share market is contributing to this at the moment. The stock market boom is supporting income growth and boosting inflation. We saw personal income lift by 1% in January. But it's a little bit difficult to reconcile because personal spending was only up by 0.2%.
1: And Ryan, my sympathies always go out to the average person who just wants to know what the hell is going on when it comes to all of this uh, economic mumbo-jumbo because sometimes you can really be bludgeoned over the head with it. Bottom line is the job is not necessarily done from an inflation perspective and there are still risks that could uh, push inflation higher and if you're a central bank, you certainly wouldn't be that comfortable about discussing Future rate cuts. The other thing to note, Tom, is that
0: the measure is well above the Federal Reserve's two percent target. That's where they want to get to, and that gives credence to officials' wait and see approach. So, the data helped delay concerns about a more significant inflation increase for markets. We saw rate cut bets for June increase on the back of that. So, their expectations now that the Fed will cut rates in June, betting on a 66.2% probability. That's up from 57% before the PCE data was released. That said, we've still got some ways to go to get
1: inflation under control. Not often that you'll find me saying this, but the bond market could be a little bit wrong here under these circumstances. They tend to over-egg things from time to time lately. The volatility uh, in interest rate markets has been uh, withering, to say the least. So anyway, um, this will reconcile itself in the uh, in the days and weeks ahead. The move lower where government bond yields was concerned. So you saw a three basis point move lower for a 10-year. That was down to 4.23. Two-year government bond down slightly to 4.61. That was a two basis point move lower. And at the margins, that at least didn't scare stocks. So I suppose that's the most that you can say for the moment. I think getting into the first days of a new month, perhaps will reveal the vulnerabilities or the texture of the market. What do you think? Agreed. I think there's also another
0: factor here with the bond market. We did see a slight rise in jobless claims last week, and we saw them increase by 13,000 to 215,000. That was above expectations for 210,000. Of course, we had the President's Day holiday, which impacted that, but we are seeing a lift in layoff announcements and January's increase in war notices,
1: which could lead to effective layoffs lifting in the next two to three months. Look, the only rebuttal I'll offer there is that you've got these claims figures at really low levels. You need to see a a rogue number and then several weeks of those claims figures really at elevated levels to be concerned about what's happening in the employment market. Yes.
0: Back to companies, we saw AI Darling, NVIDIA lift by 2% overnight. The other stock that stood out was advanced micro devices. We, we did see it lift by about 8% overnight, and it hit a fresh record high. It's up close to $300 billion in value for the first time. Its shares have more than doubled from October's low. Of course, it's a main beneficiary of artificial intelligence. Citigroup analysts wrote that it remains wildly bullish on semis. The AI market continues to grow, and that lifted Nvidia and AMD overnight.
1: I think what you're seeing is a very crowded trade there when it comes to Nvidia and that traders are just trying to explore alternatives in terms of getting exposure to the semi-picture without having to pay up for the nosebleed price for uh, Nvidia shares. But uh, other outcomes, Hormel Foods, uh, one of the big movers last night, I think you might like this stock for a particular reason. Old Hormill Foods is they that spam? spam? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, they had better earnings, uh, forty cents, forty-one cents per share, compared to thirty-four uh, versus the market's expectations. Uh, Double-digit improvements for that stock up by about twelve percent. Bath and Body Works not so good with their numbers uh, down by about five percent. Uh, lithium stocks have been getting squeezed a little bit on the local front, Ryan. So Albemarle shares were noteworthy overnight. They've had a bit of a good run lately. The stock was up 5% last night. We also saw shares of Boeing fall 1.7%
0: after a report of a probe by the Department of Justice. That was the biggest weight on the Dow Jones Index and the reason behind its fall. Moving to Europe, Tom, flat out comes there. We did see German annual inflation down at 2.7% in February from 3.1% in January. We get
1: the latest Eurozone inflation numbers tonight. That should have an impact. Indeed. So, on the local front today, uh, mercifully, we've broken the back of the company reporting season at home. We've just seen some house prices released, which will be getting the attention of the Reserve Bank. That housing market is still... Smouldering. Australian home prices rose at
0: a faster pace in February, helped by a rebounding consumer sentiment as inflation ease and rate cut hopes build. Though affordability issues, a slowing economy, and strict lending conditions are likely to keep a lid on growth. We saw national home prices up zero point six percent in February, the strongest monthly gain since October last year, picking up from the zero point four percent increase in the month before. Not much to speak of on the commodity front overnight. All prices were down zero point two percent, with the NYMEX at seventy eight point four one US dollars a barrel. Gulf futures rose 0.6 percent to 20.55.10 US dollars an ounce. Iron ore futures were down 0.4 percent to 124.86 US dollars a ton. As far as company news today is concerned, Tom, will get an earnings update
1: from Life360. Virgin Money hosts an annual general meeting. The Aussie dollar just trading around 65 US cents. Thank you very much for your company this week. It's been a big one. Make sure you relax over the weekend, and we'll join you again on Monday.